Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is June 27th, and this is the Bruins Beat, presented by FanDuel on CLNS Media. And welcome back to the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. My name is Evan Marinovsky. And for the first time, I've been hosting this podcast since June of 2019. And for the first time since then, a trade. Big news broke mid-podcast. And Connor Ryan and I were fortunate. It was only like two or three minutes in that the Taylor Hall trade uh, broke on Twitter. So we got to react to that live. You get to hear our live reaction to it uh, what we think of it uh nick felino uh the return came in during the podcast as well so we discussed that we discussed the long-term ramifications uh, of a deal like this what this means for tyler bertuzzi um and the bruins cap wise so we were going to talk about more stuff um we we touched on some other stuff a little bit but news kept trickling in so we kind of hovered around um covered around the Bruins uh, Chicago trade. Um, but hope, you know, this, again, this was recorded Monday afternoon at like three, uh, you know, around like two 45 ish. Um, so if anything happens, happened later in the night, <laughs> we didn't get to it. Um, but this podcast is mainly focused on the Taylor Hall trade. So I won't keep you waiting any longer without further ado. Here's my conversation with Connor Ryan. <laughs> And we're here with Connor Ryan. Connor, what is up? Evan, I'm doing well. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. I am recording inside a hotel room. Uh, hopefully this Wi-Fi holds up. <laughs> I'm on the free Wi-Fi at the Hilton mm-hmm. in uh, Buffalo. I'm up here for uh, Select 17, USA Hockey Select 17. So good talent and interesting. It's all hockey all day, which is great. Last time, Connor, I recorded in a hotel room. I was in quarantine. At you, oh, yes. I don't know if you remember that. That's the last time I was in a hotel. How could I? Yeah, when I you mean, were it was a budding electric. TikTok star. That's when you were I... trying to find all the different uh, food meals. I know you UMass people like to rep your dining hall and what have you. I don't know if I don't know if like the the COVID quarantine one was still up to par of the lofty standards you guys have, but it, that was like that was your chance to break through on on TikTok. It was my chance, and I didn't quite do it uh, like I would hope to have. Uh, but the food was pretty good then. Food was pretty good. Yeah. Also, um, uh, Evan, you've uh, long awaited for a breaking news uh, thing. Oh, and... oh, 
Uh, per Elliot Friedman, uh, Taylor Hall is going to be traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. So, boy, so you're getting a live reaction here, folks. This we're not we're, we're not editing this out. Um, yes. And the, of course, the first reply is Petrov McGuire saying for vacation. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> of, course of course it is. Um, all right, that's legitimate. So um, we were gonna. I'm glad this happened now as we're recording this and not after. Um, yes. So. It, you know, we're doing this again at 2.45 on um, Monday. I'll let you send out your tweet as I kind of talk through this. This isn't really a surprise. Um, the minute Elliot Friedman tweeted out that um, that uh, the Bruins and Chicago were linked, you knew that something was about to happen. You knew maybe left defense with Matt Grizzlick, um, Taylor Hall up front potentially, getting more speedy in, in Chicago. Um, I'm very curious to see the return on this. Um, and again, that has not come out yet. Um, and it's unfortunate because, again, we've talked about this all, all uh, you know, so far in the offseason. Hall is a great player. <laughs> you know, like he, he's good. He's solid. But it's a luxury if you're going to keep Bertuzzi, which they want to do. The Bruins want to keep Tyler Bertuzzi. Fits a little bit more, a little younger. Um, this is kind of a casualty of it. So, I mean, what's your sort of first reaction to this? Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where uh, Hall has been tabbed as a potential trade ship uh, for months now, right? You're looking at a guy that um, his value of what he is, and he's a guy that I think was a very good Bruin uh, during his time here, but he's someone that when you look at that $6 million cap hit, where the Bruins are, what limited space they have, would they like to keep Taylor Hall? Of course. Yes, like, no, no, of course they would. Uh, But I, I think you look at, um, just what needs to happen for them to especially retain a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi, I think that's the biggest key, right? And if you're looking at Taylor Hall, who's 31, or Tyler Bertuzzi, who's 28, who played in the top six during his limited time here, gave you a different dynamic um, in that top six, had a lot of chemistry with David Pasternak, that's a situation where um, I, I think you look at just where this team is going forward and who you want to build around more for the future, it makes more sense for Bruins to target a guy like Bertuzzi who's 28 than a guy like Hall. Now, let's see what exactly, like, what happens, right? If if, if Bertuzzi still signs somewhere else, then, I mean, you, the Bruins still are probably creating Uh-oh. a lot of cap space. <laughs> but um, still, I think when you look at just, you know, the domino effect of moving Hall and what the most likely option is going to be for this team moving forward, you kind of see why exactly the Bruins had this line of thinking. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think if this deal and now again, we'll see what the return is. The return has not come out yet. I guess if Olmark was involved, then maybe the Bruins get that 19th pick that the the Chicago has in the first round this year. I doubt Hall is getting you that right now. Like, I'm kind of curious to see what the return on this is, because, you know, Teams know the Bruins are cap constrained. The Athletic did a story on like the worst cap situations. I think the Bruins were number 31 um, in terms of just how bad their cap situation is. So teams know that and they're not, you know, they know the Bruins are kind of constrained by it. Um, so I'm curious. I keep up. I keep refreshing Twitter to see what the return is. Do you think anything else gets included in this deal or there's separate? Because the, I don't know. The Olmark and the Grizzlick thing kind of makes sense. That's, yeah, that's, that's the thing when, uh, of course, I just had a nice little story on uh, the, the Bruins and the Blackhawks and them, you know, having these discussions. And again, the Blackhawks made a lot of sense, right, in terms of 
I think they were going into this offseason with $37.5 million in cap room. Not a lot of teams have that luxury. And also, they have multiple draft picks. And again, we'll see kind of what the return is. We'll see what kind of draft pick. If it's just Hall for essentially a cap dump, I don't know if that's going to be something that's going to give you a good return. The real asset there, of course, is freeing up the cap space to then hopefully retaining a guy like Bertuzzi. So that's something you have to be uh, very cognizant about. But you look at just where else Chicago is, like, of course they're rebuilding, but they have a lot of holes on the left side of their defense. So a guy like Grizzly could make sense there. Forbert, even Riley, I know we've talked a lot about how the Bruins had trouble moving him, but as a guy that, um, you know, as someone like Riley who is from uh, Illinois, is a puck-moving guy, a guy who should be in the NHL, um, you know, on, a, I think, a full-time basis. Team of Chicago makes a lot of sense in terms of low cost, not giving up a whole bunch. And he could be a guy that plays next year on a still pretty bad Chicago team and has, um, you know, 20, 30 points, what have you, and that, you know, they can flip him for another asset. So uh, it would be very curious to see if they do find more ways to, to move a player um, or if more guys are included in this package because, um, again, Chicago has plenty of cap space to take on uh, whatever the Bruins want to dump in terms of a contract. Yeah, the to me, this seems, you know, they're dumping money to retain Bertuzzi. That seems like this is the the move for that. I think even if, the, I, you know, I, I'm prepared to be underwhelmed on this return in the trade um, just because, you know, if this clears room for, I mean, my guess is Bertuzzi's coming at around, five and a half, six potentially um, mm-hmm. for, you know, somewhere in the eight year range, maybe. Um, so if that's the case, then you upgraded there. I mean, again, it's tough because you in a perfect world, you would have both Taylor Hall and Tyler Bertuzzi. You had that this year. Unfortunately, things didn't really work out. Um, and, you know, it's sort of a luxury. You can't have both Hall and Bertuzzi. It's clear that they were going to choose uh, you know Bertuzzi. And now it's kind of obvious with him going to Chicago. It's unfortunate because, I think the Taylor Hall era um, in Boston, I think we expected more. Um, he, he was fine here. Um, he made sense. He was solid at times. Um, but I mean, even this past year, you know, he, he took his assignment well being on the third line with Coyle and Frederick, but why is he on the third line? Like, you know, you know, it's, it, mm-hmm. we get it because the team was so good uh, ahead of him. Uh, and, you know, Zaka fit well with, um, with Krejci and Pasternak, but I still, uh, yeah, the, Chris Johnson just tweeted the Blackhawks were not among the 16 teams listed on Hall's no trade list, so Boston was able to complete this deal without him, uh, without his consent. So, um, no Tory Krug situation, which we'll get to in a bit if nothing more comes up on this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Taylor Hall in Boston, you know, all the Taylor Hall is a Boston Bruin thing. It was great, but it just, I don't know. I, it felt like they just didn't really hit it with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think he was good for what his role. And when you look back at 2021, when you acquire him as that yes. long lost uh, top six wing to, to pair with David Krejci, and it worked out great. It's just unfortunately they just came up short in that series against uh, the Islanders. It, it's one of those things, though, where you look at the last you know couple of runs that they've had with Hall in place. I wouldn't really put most of it on Hall himself. I think it's just no. one of the team as a whole underperforming because I think he fit in well. Like you look at just what especially this year um, he sacrificed for the greater good of the team. And this is the guy that was coming off of last year, had 60 points, um, was looking to win, was a guy that, um, you know, changed his role into more of a defensive forward on the third line. And, you know, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled about it, but 
accepted his role for the greater good of, of trying to win that elusive Stanley Cup. Didn't get it, but he's one of the few guys you got to give credit to that elevated his game once he got to the playoffs. So, um, again, I don't think it was a bad – definitely wasn't a bad trade at the time, right, in terms of how much you kind of fleece Buffalo for it. And I don't think the Bruins were really off course in terms of um, signing into that contract. We were looking at – think the time six million seemed pretty fair for a guy like him who's you know part of that you know next group uh, of guys you want to build around is he a guy long term that was part of the foundation probably not and uh again that's why they're moving on from him now but again i think for what his role was and what he provided in various spots kind of whatever the team needed of him and he delivered um good pro and you know it's a tough situation now going to a team like chicago who is not going to be contending most likely um i'm sure he probably will get a lot of reps with uh Connor Bedad this year so ideally he kind of boosts his numbers up after being a third liner here but uh still unfortunate to see that case you know it's still the nature of the business what have you but um so I thought it was a good Bruin who did a, a, a good job here and the various roles kind of handed to him absolutely I mean I kind of mean more in the sense of as you said like he did his job you saw you know he was I think second on the Bruins in points this playoff run like fit really well with Krejci back in the when they acquired him in 2021 but like even this past year, like just kind of getting bumped by a guy like Zaka, just with the fit and stuff, you know, like just, I don't know. I expected him to be here a little bit longer. Um, and again, maybe things are different if they go further um, in this playoff run. I keep refreshing Twitter to see what the return is um, on this trade. I don't want to, I don't want to miss it. I don't, you scoop me on this. You, you were the one that got to to break the news on the, the trade. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, I think uh, in terms of that, you know, um, and he always wanted to be in Boston. Always wanted to be in Boston. And yep. um, now it, it it comes to an end. Baseball season is in full swing. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to join today. Maybe maybe you're feeling good about the Red Sox and you want to place a futures bet on them or maybe you want to go out on a limb and say the Bruins have a good chance of winning the Stanley Cup in 2023-24 and you want to place a futures bet on them. So, don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to fanduel.com/boston to sign up. FanDuel the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 21 plus and present in mass. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start, GameSenseMA.com, or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Now, back to the show. So, we'll see what ends up happening with uh, with with Hall. Do you have any other leftover thoughts on Hall before we move on and uh, go to uh, other players that might yeah, be no. dealt or get, they yeah. get? Yeah, I mean, I think it's something where it's just, it, it depends on just what the end result is. I think if it's Bertuzzi or Hall, again, both are great players. Again, the perfect situation. The Bruins have both those guys. If they have a cap room, they don't. It's the nature of the business. That's what you got to deal with. Um, and in this situation, uh, you have to pick one of the two. If you're the Bruins, you're probably picking the younger guy. 
gave you an added element at that net front spot, was great on the power play, was great with the focal point of your offense for our, for now and future in David Pasternak. Between those two guys, I think you're taking Bertuzzi probably nine times out of ten. But I don't, I don't think that's an indictment on Hall and his effort and what he kind of provided here. But again, it's how these things work. It is how these things work. It is how these things work. Before we learn the return, um, why don't we touch on uh, Tory Krug? Because that's a fun situation for for fans to kind of think about. Krug was uh, kind of involved in the big blockbuster Kevin Hayes trade from uh, St. Louis to Philly that has still not happened. Um, no one really knows, you know, what's you know, the holdup is. Tory Krug uh, will not move his um, will not. Uh, move his uh no no trade is it no trade or no movement clause i think it's uh, no, no movement clause no uh, movement okay. one of those yeah i always mix them up um but he will not move it to go to chicago to go to philly which he's earned the right to do that he has i mean i think everyone's kind of in agreement there um on that but in an interesting thing if krug now that he knows st louis wants to move him if somehow St. Louis retained a good amount of money and maybe even Philly retained some of his money. I don't know, you know, doing that. Would you take him on the Bruins at a, a lower amount of money than he is now as a third pairing guy? Would would you take, would you do it? Yeah. I mean, I, I still, I think Tori Krug was a great Bruin and uh, loves playing here and still has, I think, some value at a, at a cheaper deal. But I think if you're the Bruins. And oh, we some... have breaking. We have more breaking news, Connor. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, <laughs> Darren Drager tweeted, Nick Felino is included with Taylor Hall in the trade to Chicago. Um, so there, there's okay. another one. Um, there you go. Pending UFA. So uh, he is also in that deal. Um, I'm very curious to see the return on this. Um, yes. I mean, I think we kind of assume Nick Foligno probably wouldn't be back um, yeah. this season, given that, again, you know, you're going to pay solid money. I mean, again, it's it's unfortunate for Felino and Hall to go to a situation like that in Chicago. It's rebuilding. But, I mean, you look at a guy like Taylor, both, you know, both older players in this league, they get to sort of be veteran presences for, uh, you know, for the younger guys in Chicago. That might be something to 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 look forward to um i mean what sort of what are your initial thoughts on this yeah i mean it, it's something where i think you look at um again we'll see kind of what that situation is as a pending free agent um a guy like felino i think would be very coveted in a um a team like chicago rebuilding needs a veteran presence i think felino would fit in you know uh spectacularly there for a, a team that kind of needs that presence in there so Good move by the Blackhawks in terms of just getting this pre-negotiating rights before July 1st. So wouldn't be surprised if they try to make leeway on that. Um, again, Chicago is not a, a great team at the moment, but still a, a great city. So you wonder if a guy like Felino would, you know, embrace that role there. Um, so that's something worth mentioning. Again, it's not like it's huge cap savings or anything like that. It's just kind of giving a team like Chicago an extra kind of uh, – uh, leg up, I guess, in terms of, of moving a guy like Felino and uh, giving him those couple extra days to hash out a contract. But uh, it's still something where it's it's signaling there's going to be changes for the Bruins, right? If you look at, obviously, you move Hall, you expect a domino effect there of hopefully being moving a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, again, we'll see what the return is for the Bruins, whether it's draft capital, if it's defensemen, we'll, we'll see kind of what exactly it is. But I, I think when uh, 
you look at just what the Bruins are doing here, it's again, it's ideally retaining a guy like Bertuzzi and then that fourth line. It's something that, um, like with Felino out of the picture, it opens the door. If you're the Bruins, you're incorporating young talent. Fourth line makes plenty of sense. Well, that's, uh, you know, Beecher or Georgie Merkulov or, uh, you know, Jakob Lauko. There's going to be opportunities there on that fourth line to inject faster skaters that are going to be hungry for minutes. So that again, Hall for ideally Bertuzzi is the headliner there, but I still think there's other things in place that uh, are worth mentioning there in in terms of what uh, this, you know, the follow up in this trade could be. Yeah. I wouldn't, as I said, I wouldn't expect a ton in return. I would mainly think the biggest thing is Bertuzzi and Chris Johnson just tweeted uh, after clearing some much needed cap space, it would not be a surprise to see the Bruins take a run at re-signing pending UFA. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi before he hits the open market. Uh, that's not really a surprise. I think that that's that. Fe- I mean, if 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 they feel secure enough to trade Hall, you have to think that Bertuzzi is close to done um, or mm-hmm. near it. I, you, you know, like that. Just to me, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I you know again, I don't know why you would let one go. Uh, and but it's funny, you know, there's been a lot of trade rumor. There's been a lot of rumors recently. People saying the Bruins are doing some big things. You know. Is this the big thing? Because it doesn't feel like the big thing. Um, and maybe we all got our expectations so high for what it could be. Um, we've talked a lot about Paul potentially being expendable. Um, we've talked Olmark. We've talked Grizzlick. We've talked about a lot of guys. Um, this doesn't feel like it'll be it. I, I I just have a weird feeling this won't be it. And that's not insider info. That's just like a feel on the whole thing. But I'm, I'm curious to see what other moves will be made. Because I know that the feeling around the NHL and around a lot of people is there's going to be a lot of movement at this draft. Not it, maybe not in terms of moving uh, in and out of the first round as you know teams want to, but I think there's going to be a lot of transactions. Um, and I'm curious to see what else the Bruins have left in store. And I'm also curious. Oh, Frank Saravalli, uh, full trade per sources uh, to the uh, to the Bruins rights to RFA's Ian Mitchell and Alec. Regula. Um, no salary retained by Boston. This represents a pure salary jump to clear $6 million off the Bruins books. So um, RFA's Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula. I don't know how much you know about them. Um, I don't know a heck of a lot about these guys. Um, I, I want to say, I think, I think Mitchell is a right shot. I want to say, yeah, Ian Mitchell's a right shot guy. So, I mean, that could be a potential guy. If you're looking at finding ways to sign cheaper guys, that could be, yeah, it's in the mix with Clifton most likely going. So, again, uh, I'll probably have to do a little bit more digging in terms of uh, these players and what they provide. But, again, you're acquiring probably two younger assets at two areas where you could, there could be a lot of overhaul in terms of that defense. Um, and, again, it seems like it's a pure cap dump. So, if moving Hall, who is a very good player, and Felino, who remained to be seen if he was still going to be here, um, if you now then have the cap flexibility to re-sign a guy like Bertuzzi and you inject a little bit of new blood in the system and defensemen like Mitchell and Regula, it seems to make a lot of sense for the Bruins. You take it. That, you know, I really thought the number one pick was coming back in this trade, Connor, but it's just, you know. Yeah, I know. Don, Don, you know, gets fleeced on this. No, um, as you said, uh, this to me this is about clearing cap space and they did it six million dollars off the books um opens the door for Bertuzzi um and then as I said you wonder what is next uh is there anything else that they want to you know 
is there more cap they want to clear? Um, do they want to move into the first round? I believe it was um, Emily Kaplan. Um, I, I know uh, Emily Kaplan had said something along the lines uh, that teams were trying to move into the first round and really couldn't. Um, yeah. And it feels like it's going to be a really hard uh, first round to move into because the talent is so good. So I just, I, I don't think, um, I don't think there's much to, uh, to, to do there. Um, we were going to talk Ekman Larson. We were going to talk Krug, but it feels like this, this move for, um, for Taylor Hall took up most of this episode. Um, we, you know, if something big happens, we might jump on Bruins ringside and do a YouTube video later. Um, but this, you know, I think this kind of covers it before we go though, Connor, let's do Ekman Larson for a second, just for okay. a second. Um, you wrote a story in, on boston.com about this. You know, he's bought out. Um, he might want a cheap prove me type deal. Um, is that a fit? Is that a better fit than someone like Tory Krug might be? I, I think probably it's a better fit over a guy like Krug. Again, it's, it all is going to depend on whether or not you can, um, you know, you need a lot going away. One, you have to make sure you have a spot for him. You have to make sure that he's still not on a steep decline, right? Like, cause last year, was not good. He was not very good at all on a very bad Vancouver team. Um, and also, it's going to depend on, yes, I think people naturally draw connections to Ekman Larson because he is a, a guy that only wanted to waive his no trade, either Boston or Vancouver, back when Arizona was trying to move him. I think Friedman last week mentioned that he still likes Boston. But do you still like Boston enough to take a one-year deal at $1.5 right? Like, how much do you really like it? Or some team offers you three years, 10 million or something like that, you know, or something where it's three and a half, four and a half from another team. Do you like Boston enough to not take a deal like that? So I think it's going to depend on what he gets on the market. Uh, if he's a guy that's willing to do a one year prove it deal and fit in on the second or third pair, makes a lot of sense for the Bruins, right? Like this is the guy that if he's playing, not, I don't think you have to expect him to be the same guy he was in Arizona. He's not going to be a guy that's going to have 15 plus goals, 25 minutes a night, but that first year in Vancouver, he was uh, pretty underrated in terms of, I think he averaged about 21 minutes a night, uh, gave him, I think, 29 points in 77 games, was really good in his own zone. He had a lot of D-zone starts for that team. And again, if he's on the Bruins' second or third D-pairing in a spot like that, I, I think you've got a situation where uh, he could fit there if he's a stabilizing presence just as a guy that can move the puck, fits him with the Bruins' system, but... At 6'2", not to say he's a bruiser, what have you, but he's a guy that's probably better equipped to like hold up over kind of the punishing nature of the playoffs as opposed to maybe a guy like Grizzly. So um, I do think that's a situation where there is a fit there. It's just you need kind of the stars to align, right? You need him to you know want to come here on a cheap deal. You need the Bruins to have space available. And again, then you run the gamble of, yes, we know like the flaws of guys like Florbert or Grizzly. You kind of know what you're getting with those guys. Ekman Larson, you may not. Like, maybe he is just what he is at this point, which for one and a half million, it's not too bad. But if you're replacing one of those guys with a guy, Ekman Larson, who was a net negative last year, that's a problem. So it, it, there's a lot to kind of digest with that. But in terms of the Bruins cap situation now, um, you still aren't afforded a lot of chances to go out and sign the most expensive guy or the guy that's a proven commodity. You kind of have to go searching for value. And a guy like Ekman Larson, if he can be – Half of what he was in Arizona, if he can be somewhat what he was at first in Vancouver, brings value there. There's value. I'll be curious to see what ends up happening. But the big news, obviously, Taylor Hall 
uh, and Nick Foligno dealt to Chicago uh, for Ian Mitchell and Alec Regula, both uh, RFAs. So that's today's episode. We finally got news to break on the show. This is you I like had a screen feeling. cap of me. You need a screen cap of me when I got the uh, the the first text that came up, and I was just like, I was like Matthew McConaughey that that meme of him. <laughs> when he's like, so good job, Dude, good feel, job improvising. I, we did it. We did it. I had a feeling coming into this as we were sitting down, and because I knew when Elliot Friedman tweeted out the thing that linked Chicago to Boston, I was like. Usually when, when one of those guys tweets something like that, the news is like right after. So it's like, I think, I think we hit it right this time. But uh, anyways, Connor, what can people look forward to from you over at Boston.com and the Boston Globe? Yeah, we're going to have you covered, obviously, with this news from today, the fallout uh, from this. We've got the NHL awards, we've got the draft, we got free agency on Saturday. At long last, Evan, we finally have stuff to talk about. We almost have too much stuff to talk about now. We had too much. There was, to have. there was stuff that we would have talked about more, but we've, we, yes. we had enough today. But, uh, again, all that stuff throughout this offseason that starts to ramp up, we'll have you covered over at boston.com. So please read over there. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at Connor Ryan underscore 93. Go do all that. And remember to go subscribe to New England Hockey Journal. That's Connor Ryan. I'm Evan Marinovsky. We're presented by FanDuel. Have a great rest of your day.